Midterms is around the corner, coming soon. So, who's going to win? Who is going to come out victorious? One of the big races I'm going to be paying attention to is the governor race in Georgia. So, this is who's running that I know so far. There's Brian Kemp. Um, David Perdue is running. Both of those are Republicans. And there's also Stacey Abrams, who almost won it last time. And Atlanta has basically went blue. It really depends on if the people come out. If there's a large turnout, I think Stacey Abrams will probably be governor. Um, who else? We have Vernon Jones actually dropped out, it says. Um, Candace Taylor. She's a Republican also. Okay, so who are these people? Brian Kemp is the incumbent in the race. He's facing a handful of primary challenges. Um, I'm reading this from Fox 5, by the way. He was criticized by his own party for not taking formal uh, President Donald Trump side in the 2020 election fight. Trump made unproven claims of fraud in Georgia, which Kemp and Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger disputed. Kemp's um, taunted his record as governor, taking responsibility for making Georgia the number one state in the country for business, growing our economy even in the middle of a global pandemic. Largest teacher pay raises in state history. 
That does actually sound pretty good, actually. <laughs> Past 52. Healthcare bills. Dealing with transparency. And antiquated, outdated rules and regulations. Lowering private sector health insurance costs. But also working to provide more access to the needy that are out there. Brian Kemp, we need universal health care. Or maybe single pair helper. I don't know which one I actually want. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Uh former US Senator David Perdue. Alright, so he lost in the last um I forget which cause it was a pastor that won that was a Democrat and then there was the guy that did, um, I know he did movies or like documentaries, something like that. And I think he might have been Jewish, actually. I have to look it up. But he lost to one of those guys. David Perdue, who is he? Um, let's see. He... Oh, he lost to John... Also. Ossoff? Okay, I probably said that wrong, but... Yeah, he lost that. That was like the... I think he was Jewish. Um, He was born in Macon. Purdue was a business consultant. So he's a business consultant. Um, Then he became an executive at company shifting clothing production to Asia. He became CEO of uh, Reebok textile firm and pillow techs and discount retailer Dollar General. He's the cousin of Sonny Purdue. A former governor and U.S. agriculture secretary. David Purdue was elected to the Senate in 2014 beating Democrat Michelle Nunn. So he sounds like a privileged, uh, a privileged guy. I'm just gonna say he's privileged. <laughs> um, Purdue was a supporter of Kemp, and the sitting governor said last week that he hoped Purdue was a man of his word when it came to providing his support. Trump teased Purdue's run during a rally in Perry, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody knows who Stacey Abrams is. Um, she's more of a moderate. So, yeah. But I probably would rather see her up there than the rest, I think. But overall, does it really matter? The Democratic feeling too... 2022 race for governor was relatively quiet until Stacey Abrams launched her campaign in a video on December 1st. I think if she was to win, though, that would, like, it would tell the Democrats a lot, basically. But overall, I would rather see somebody that's more progressive. But I don't see anybody progressive running in Atlanta for governor, that is. Abrams said she's dedicated to uniting 
uniting the state. And she's accused GOP candidates of dividing it. Um, okay. Abrams said as governor, she will implement a state vaccination program, work with law enforcement to address crime and advocate to expand Medicaid. Work with law enforcement to address crime. I don't know how I feel about that one. Because usually when they say crime, it's always targeting black people a lot of times, right? But maybe these, um, maybe she's going to target the real criminals, right? Who knows? She wants to expand Medicaid. Okay, okay. So I've heard that before. Um, okay, Abrams is a former Georgia House minority leader who ran for governor in 2018 and narrowly lost to Kemp. I suspect she could pull it off this time because Atlanta is even more blue than before. Georgia has more Democrats in it now than it did before. More liberals and progressives. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that Atlanta has become sort of like the Hollywood of the South. <clears throat> so, do the Democrats have a great chance? I think the probability is higher than before. But we'll see. It all depends on if the Democrats are actually going to come out. That is the big question. Will the people come out? And I already know they're going to bring out the stars. A.K.A. celebrities. Who basically do whatever the Democrats tell them to do. But anyway. Former Georgia representative. Ber Vernon Jones. He dropped out actually. Um. So he announced on February the 7th that he was going to suspend his bid for governor. Instead, Jones said he would seek election to Congress, representing Georgia's 10th congressional district. Now, Vernon Jones, you know what? I cannot tell by this picture. Never mind. Has been endorsed by former President Trump in a congressional race. He stated he is back in David Perdue for governor. Oh. Okay. Vernon Jones is a staunch supporter of former President Donald Trump, saying that he supports the former president's handling of the economy and his criminal justice reform efforts. Did Donald Trump actually pass anything that was related to criminal justice? I gotta look that up. I'm not even aware of anything that he did for criminal justice. I know he did let some people um, out of jail, something like that, right? But anyway, the former DeCab 
county Democrat now aligns with Republicans. So he's an, he used to be a Democrat, and now he's a Republican. He broke party ranks with Democrats to endorse President Trump. Re-election saying that he was supporting Trump because of the Republican president's handling of the economy and his criminal justice reform efforts. Jones has offered his own criticism of Kemp, tweeting, If it weren't for Brian Kemp, Donald Trump would still be president of these United States. Jones is a former state representative. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Hold up, I'm trying to... Uh-oh, I ain't caught an ad. I was trying to see something real quick. I'm trying to get a better look. Does he look like he might be a black guy? State lawmaker Vernon Jones announced he will face off against Governor Brian Kemp in the Republicans' 2022 He is a black guy. You'll remember, he was also the former DeKalb County CEO. Jones officially announced his candidacy at the state capitol today. Fox News' Christine Spiro joined us now from the live desk with more on that announcement. Christine? Yeah, good evening, Russ and Courtney. Vernon Jones spoke to a crowd of supporters this morning at Liberty Plaza, greeting them by saying, this is the beginning of a movement. He told them, though he's only recently a Republican officially, he's always had conservative values, which he listed as being faith-based, hardworking, and desiring less government. Now, last year, Jones broke party ranks with Democrats, endorsing former President Donald Trump re-election for his handling of the economy and criminal justice reform efforts. This past January, the former state lawmaker announced he was officially switching political affiliation to the Republican Party. Now, in his speech today, Jones said, quote, I didn't leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left me. Jones says he is pro-Second Amendment pro-life and will work with anyone who's willing to put Georgia first, regardless of political party. Traditionally, a sitting governor isn't opposed by someone in the same party, but Jones blasted Governor Kemp, saying the governor's office has failed to fight for Georgians and failed to give the people of our state a fair elections process. Jones then brought past and possibly future Democratic gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams into the mix, claiming he is the only Republican who could beat her. Unfortunately, some of our current Republican leaders, including the governor, refused to fight and probably caused the fear of Stacey. But I don't care. Georgia deserves real executive leadership. And I have a proven solid record of accomplishments. My experience exceeds the incumbent. Stacey Abrams, who lacks any experience in running a government, I can and I will beat Stacey Abrams. They know it. Georgians know it. Why? Because I'm unbought, I'm unbossed, and the left, the Democrats, and the liberal media cannot play that race card with me. I dare you to. Let's go. Now, though, she's remained an outspoken voting rights activist since her run for the governor's office in 2018, Stacey Abrams has not yet officially said whether she will be running again in 2022. Now, if Vernon Jones wins, remember, he'd have to get past a primary and the general election. But if that happens, he would become the first black governor of the state of Georgia. Now, we reached out to Governor Kemp for comment, but we have not heard. Okay. Um... Yeah, I think that's a little bit dated, but anyway, yeah, he was a black guy, by the way. Um, I don't know who he. I mean, I've never seen him before, but I did just read a little bit about him.
<clears throat> and I also heard Herschel Walker is running. I think he's running for Senate, if I ain't mistaken. Um, which is interesting. A football player, really. Yeah. There's like no chance of that actually happening. I don't think. I don't think anybody's crazy enough to actually vote for Herschel Walker. But anyway, moving on. Candace Taylor is a GOP activist who works as a school counselor in Appling County. Taylor has been outspoken against the established Republican candidates. Taylor called for an audit of the 2020 election. She says she supports gun rights and is pro-life. On her campaign site, Taylor says some of the topics she pass she's passionate about include education and mental health. Taylor tweeted a response to Stacey Abrams' campaign announcement. We will have a first female governor, a true Georgian who represents the people, morality, the nuclear family, and protects the Constitution at all costs. I just happen to be the one who stepped up and has worked as hard as humanly possible. Okay. <clears throat> so that's just a little bit about the upcoming Georgia uh, governor race. And I think Stacey Abrams has a very good chance of winning. But we will see. Um, let's see. So what can the Democrats do to actually to actually um, win a majority? Because if the Democrats lose their majority in the House and the Senate, um, there's a very good chance that the Democrats will not win the presidency, even though they usually always win the popular vote. But it'll be a hard sell, I think. Because I know Biden, President Biden, would not get a lot done. The Republicans have their eyes set on making sure that Biden do things that are more conservative. And so if he do things that are more conservative, he's basically going to lose his base. And he might have actually already lost a lot of his base already because he hasn't been progressive enough. And so, I don't know. He has done a few things, right? Um, let me see. What did he do? People that have kids that are under 17, even though it's temporary, they're getting like a, a little check, basically. Um, but it's temporary, though, so he hasn't made that permanent. Um, there was something else that I can't seem to think of at the moment. Um... Hmm. Well, I can't think of it at the moment. But 
there's a lot that he hasn't he hasn't done. Um, there's still a lot of a lot of student loans out there. Um, he hasn't passed. He hasn't passed anything to touch a majority of the people with student loans. Um, let me see what else we got. We got. Oh, there's still a lot of black people getting shot for some reason. Um, basically, the George Floyd bill never got passed. The voting's right, voting right bill never got passed. Even though a lot of black people wasn't really, or a lot, a lot of people in the woke community, I put it that way, wasn't really caring about the voting rights bill. But I kind of see what the Republicans are doing, though. So, eh. but at the same time, not much has really changed since President Biden has taken office, right? Everything still seems the same for the most part, except for maybe if you have kids, right? Maybe if you have like young kids, maybe you think things a little bit different. Okay, so maybe they'll come out and vote. But what about all the other people? Oh, something that they said they did, I don't really know. I haven't heard anything from anybody. But from my understanding, a lot of, uh, what, are they, what are they called, CDFIs and, and minority, what is it, minority financial institutions? Let me look that up to be to be accurate. Uh, is it CDFIs, Community Development Financial Institutions, and the other one was MDI, I think, or is it MFI? Uh, I know it got something to do with minority. Minority Financial Institutions, I believe is what it's called. Um, or maybe, is it Depositor? Hold on, let me see. Oh, it's Minority Depository Institutions, it looks like. Okay, anyway. Uh, they're supposed to be helping minority businesses, basically. For capitalization. Supposedly. I don't know. Moving on. Uh, so... If they actually did do that, right, and if black businesses were getting capitalized, I'm sure black people would come out, right, and vote. But I haven't been hearing anything, so I'm wondering, are they really doing it or not? I'm, I'm about to check more into it. I haven't really done a lot of research on it. 
so moving on. Um, are the Democrat base, are they going to come out? That's basically the question. Are they going to come out for midterms? And there's a lot of stuff going on, right? In a lot of southern states, they basically trying to ban abortion. If they get away with it, like they might end up, especially if a, another Republican, uh, if we get another Republican president, right? I wonder what will happen to the abortion law. <clears throat> The Supreme Court is already the Republicans. Biden doesn't seem to be willing to add to the Supreme Court. So, that means we're stuck with Republican governors. I mean, <laughs> Supreme Court justices. Um, so, I don't know. There's a lot of questions out there, a lot of question marks. <clears throat> I would advocate for President Biden to pass something that will excite the base. Right now, I don't see a lot of excitement with the base. A lot of people believe everything is basically the same. There's not a lot of movement. Um, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see. I know the progressives are, they pretty down, right? Because a lot of stuff they wanted passed didn't get passed because of the conservatives and the Democratic Party. A lot of people been bought off. So it looks like the Democratic Party and the Republican Party are basically bought off. And if that's true, then basically we need new parties, right? So we need more than two parties. But that's also a scary situation because that makes it easier for a uh, a Hitler type of person to come in to power. But I definitely think we definitely need new parties though, right? Because both parties basically been bought off. So who's going to bring the new parties, right? Um... I've actually, let me see, who did I, Andrew Yang, because he ran for president last time. I think he said he was starting a new party. I think he calling it Forward, if I ain't mistaken. Um, so, it's him. I actually heard the, the Dr. Boyce Watkins talking about a new party, but I don't know if he's actually doing anything or not. I'm not uh, privy to that information. Um, but there definitely needs to be new parties, all right? The Republican Party, a lot of people disappointed with them. The Democrat Party, a lot of people uh, disappointed with them. So, basically what it is, is Democrats and the Republicans both trying to stay in the middle, right? They're trying to stay in the middle lane. But both of their bases are kind of on the outskirts, right? They're like in the left, far left, and then you got the Republican base there on the far right.
So how did this happen? And the answer is, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think the corporations, right? They have basically just bought off everybody. And I wouldn't be surprised if, because the progressive movement, right, it seems to be, the, it's the biggest part of the Democratic base. Alright, so, <clears throat> if that is true, what do the corporations do, right? They send in people that act like they're progressive, but really are not, right? Sort of chameleon types. I think corporations, they do that, right? They they send in people to kind of co-op the movement. But anyway, the midterms are coming. I think Stacey Abrams has a good chance, even though I would rather see somebody even more progressive, but it is a southern deep state, right? The only part of Georgia that's really progressive is Atlanta. So, yeah. But anyway. I look forward to seeing what happens in the midterms, who is going to win the big races. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> um, anyway, peace. I got to go. I'm out. Talk to y'all next time. I also forgot um, something else that President Joe Biden did was um, he has a his Justice Department. They're actually targeting white supremacy. Now, that's actually pretty cool. Never thought that would happen. But are they actually doing anything? Um, are they actually doing anything really, though, like? Are they really targeting white supremacy? That is the question. I have seen um, tech companies being caught with racism. You probably could catch most tech companies um, eh, probably in the wrong, basically, when it comes to race, basically. You probably could catch most of them. Because I think I've just seen Elon Musk company just got in trouble. Um... So you can probably catch most of these companies. Um, if you actually look and pay attention, yeah, they, just about all of them can be caught. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so that's one thing, though, right? Justice Department actually targeting white supremacy. Now, if that's actually true, man, now I might vote just because that's actually happening, right? But if it's really happening, I don't know if that's really happening, right? Um, but, yeah. Oh, and something I, I need to see, I need to see black businesses being capitalized. <clears throat> There's been talk of it. I've heard Vice President Harris talk about it. I, sh I think she even said, yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember it. Yeah, because I did an episode about it. And I just talked about it a few minutes ago. CDFIs.
um, community development, financial institutions, and MDIs, <clears throat> minority uh, depository institutions. So these institutions are supposed to be helping to capitalize black businesses. And <clears throat> there's probably some type of catch to it. Maybe you got to prove something. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm going to look into it, though. I said I was going to look into it last time. I still ain't really, really looked into it. You know, not like I need to. Anyway, now I'm gone. I said I was gone already, but now I'm really gone. All right, peace.